is Gigi Sabat, and you're listening to the Walk With Me podcast. My guest today is Michelle Wyatt. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you, Gigi. It's great to be here. Likewise. It's such an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us more about you and where are you from? Great question. So I um, was a military brat. So I moved quite a a bit when I was younger. Um, My dad retired in Virginia, spent middle school and high school in Virginia, went to college in Delaware, and then uh, lived in Maryland for approximately 25 years before I moved to Florida. So now I'm in Florida. Wow, that's incredible. I'm in Florida as well. Now tell us a little bit more about your company and what inspired you to launch your company? Sure. So I um, co-founded a company back in April of 2000 with my spouse, um, Peter Wyatt. We co-founded a company called Cadmium CD. Um, At the time, I was in sales for DuPont doing chemical sales um, at a lot of trade shows and events. So I would go to a lot of conferences, see how they were ran, and thought there had to be a better way. Um, And our first product that we created was back in 2000. uh, When people attended conferences, they would get binders full of paper, all the handouts and the printouts from the speakers. Um, The binders were always out of date because speakers would change their slides um, closer to the event. And they were always in black and white because color was expensive to print. And then a lot of the binders would wind up in the garbage can because they were too big, too bulky, and people couldn't take them on the plane with them. So we created um, all that on CDs. And uh, cadmium is the chemical abbreviation, or CD is the chemical abbreviation for cadmium. So both Peter and myself have a chemical engineering degree, and we thought it was a cool play on words um, to have the CD as a chemical abbreviation. If I could do anything, I would go back in time and change the name because uh, people never get it unless they have a chemistry background. (laughs) Um, But it was our first foray into uh, conferences and events. So that was in April of 2000. Um, is when we started the company. We had our first son uh, approximately a year later in March of 2021. And then baby number two came along um, in September of 2003. Why is that important? Um, Because at the time I was working for a large chemical company. By that time it was um, a chemical company called DSM. And when I was about six months pregnant with my second son, um, they came to me and said that they wanted me to increase the amount of travel that, that I was doing at the time. And as a mother of two young children, both underneath the age of three, one being a newborn, I knew there just wasn't um, a possibility of increasing the amount of travel I did. So fortunately, um, cadmium had been what today is referred to as a side gig. Um, Back then, it was just a part-time job, and I decided to focus on it full-time. And my husband continued to work full-time at Procter & Gamble. And five years later, the company had grown to the stage where both Peter and I were able to work full-time in the company. That was in 2009. Um, And then 11 years later, we were fortunate enough to sell it to private equity. So during that time frame, um, we saw a lot of changes in technology. Uh, CDs aren't really a thing anymore. (laughs) Oh, they're not. (laughs) And they've been replaced by, you know, websites, apps. Um, The software has changed considerably. The capabilities of the internet have changed considerably. So we were very fortunate in that we embraced the changes in technology as they came along. 
and we're able to incorporate a lot of that into additional products for the conference and event industry. We were able to um, bootstrap our company um, to $9.2 million is um, the point that we sold it. And interestingly enough, we sold it on January 31st, 2020. Um, and the software was for conferences and events, specifically face-to-face. -face. Well, as we know, uh, 40 days later, the world shut down due to COVID and totally decimated face-to-face um, -face conferences and events for about two years. Uh, we were very fortunate in that we were able to pivot fairly quickly and we were able to launch a virtual platform um, that was wildly embraced by our clients as well as a lot of um, new customers. And we were able to grow the company um, by 50% both in 2020 and in 2021. Um, that was an anomaly. Many, many of the companies within the events industry, unfortunately, suffered tremendous blows and a lot of them permanently shut down. So we were very fortunate in that regard. Um, and then Peter and I left um, at the end of June, 2022. And now I work as a business coach, helping other entre entrepreneurs and business owners to successfully grow and succeed with their company as well. Wow. I love it. And you're now an executive coach with Vistage Florida, correct? That is correct. Yes. Tell us a little bit more about your experience. So um, I was very fortunate or wise in many regards in the fact that I've always sought help in learning how best to run a company. Um, I don't think anyone, I don't care what your background is, um, can knows the best way out of the gate how to run a company. And even if you've run a company numerous times, I think there's still constant changes occurring all the time that force you to have to reevaluate what you've been doing and react. You know, obviously COVID was something that's completely shook up the entire world, work from home, um, social media, you name it. There's been a lot of change in the past couple of years. And I would say the best advice I could give any business owner is to seek other people's opinions because chances are you're not struggling with this by yourself. If you've encountered it in the business world and you're struggling with it, chances are there's a lot of other people that also own a business that are also struggling with similar topics or similar issues. And regardless of how you get assistance, um, I would encourage you to do that because running a business by yourself is very lonely. Even if you have um, a team of leaders that are there to help you, um, if it's ultimately your decision to make these to make calls within the business, I would say get the help you need so that you can be successful and at least maybe have um, neutral viewpoints that can help guide you and maybe give you some things that you haven't thought about in the past. So I would say um, during the last 12 years that we owned the business, I was fortunate enough to go through a variety of different coaching. Um, one of it was with the Small Business Development Center. The Small Business Development Center, I think, is a very underutilized resource. It's frequently free or very low cost. Um, and it can give you a lot of great advice, especially when you're starting up. But as you continue to grow and expand and add employees, chances are the number of problems and issues you encounter are also going to grow and expand. Um, and at that point, um, I think it's really important that you um, get a peer advisory group um, composed of other entrepreneurs or business owners um, that, again, act as a sounding board um, for you to you know, bounce ideas, bounce challenges off of them and get their feedback, as well as to get uh, new ideas um, from people about what's the best way to um, 
operate or deal with different issues in your business. Everything from multi-generational communication to best sales and marketing practices. Um, there's experts out there that can definitely help. And if not um, answer your specific questions, at least give you an idea of other resources you can use or um, just different viewpoints on how you might attack an issue or a problem. That is a very powerful message. Thank you for sharing that with us. Now tell us a little bit more about the major challenges that you had to overcome. Um, well, obviously in the, so <laughs> I was talking to someone earlier today, I was 26 when I started the company and I was 45 when I sold the company. And in that period of time, um, there was a dramatic change in technology. And I would argue that technology continues to advance at even a faster rate than what I saw. So when I entered college <laughs> back in the day, email was brand new. Um, Google wasn't a thing. We actually had a very good friend of ours offered a job at Google. He would have been employee number 26 or something like that. Turned it down because he couldn't see the business model. I'm sure he kicks himself every day for that. But the point being is there's been a tremendous shift in technology during the time frame that we were building and establishing our business. And I would say that technology continues to advance and change at an amazingly fast rate. You know, chat, GPT, AI, um, the speed of information, um, false information and the spread of how easy it can be to spread false information. Um, you know, we see news releases about something inaccurately reported on Twitter and it tanks a company's stock overnight. You know, so it's just amazing how quickly the technologies change. And I would say um, one of the biggest challenges I think any company is going to have in the tech space is making sure they are kept up to, up to speed and relevant um, and are continually thinking about how they could disrupt the industry or they might themselves be disrupted. Um, you know, we look at MySpace. There's all sorts of famous, famous examples of technology that um, was valued extremely high at one point and no longer exists today, as well as the companies. And that's kind of scary as a business owner to think that um, everything you've worked on may no longer be relevant in a couple of years. So just, you know, dealing with the constant change. Um, I've been very fortunate to work in the meetings and events industry, which I would suggest is very um, female friendly. But um, I started off in the chemical industry. And I would say, um, it was not uncommon for me to walk into a room uh, full of men and be the only woman in the room. And um, I think that um, one of the challenges, any, um, anyone, regardless of their race or their gender, um, whenever they're put in a situation where they're unique or different from everyone else in the room, um, that presents its own challenges. Um, technology is traditionally um, male dominated. So again, um, when I was working with meetings and events planners, it was one environment, but when I was working with other co-founders or um, entrepreneurs, frequently um, that is male dominated as well. So I would say um, the biggest challenge is to figure out how to assert yourself in a positive way. Um, being uh, a female entrepreneur in a tech industry and um, learning, um, how to uh, win um, in a way that um, we may not necessarily gravitate to or necessarily be comfortable with. Um, I personally have found the best way to do that is to uh, be very logical 
and to use numbers to my, to my power. And I would say that unfortunately, um, there's not enough women that are in STEM or logic-based um, degrees coming out of the college. And if anything, I would encourage you to really think if you're a young um, entrepreneur, female especially, um, to really consider logic-based background, uh, accounting, uh, math, engineering, um, anything that really gets you to think critically and gets you comfortable with numbers. Um, because the world runs on numbers, especially when we're talking about money. Very true. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Um, I think the most important thing is to be able to look yourself in the mirror at the end of the day and be comfortable um, with the decisions you've made, even if you've had to do some hard ones. So, um, you know, the pandemic was full of challenges um, and you continually have to reassess um, what you're doing, um, what's best for the company, what's best for your employees and what's best for your clients. Um, but at the end of the day, it's really you that you have to answer to, especially if you're fortunate or unfortunate enough to own your company. Um, and as long as you can look yourself in the eye and know that you did the best you, you could with the information you have at the time, um, I think that's the, the best that anyone can expect from um, an entrepreneur. Wow. Very powerful. Write that down, ladies and gentlemen. Look yourself in the mirror. I'll say it again. Look yourself in the mirror. Very powerful. Michelle, thank you for being a guest on the Walk With Me podcast. And now where can the audience find you? Sure. I'm on the Vistage Florida website. So if you were to go to the Vistage Florida website, and then um, if you're interested more in the software that we created, um, gocadmium.com is um, the company um, that Peter and I helped establish um, back a long time ago. Um, and then again, I'm with Vistage Florida. Excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Michelle on all of her social media platforms and her websites as well. And Michelle, thank you again for being a guest on the Walk With Me podcast. You have a blessed day. You too. Thank you for inviting me. God bless.